Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara Barbara with Can a Girl Speaks podcast, and tonight um, I do have some more. I have some special guests tonight, and um, I want them to introduce themselves. And I told them to tell 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 who they are and a little bit about themselves before we get started into our discussion. So, without further ado, I'm gonna have Cassandra, and you might tell me your nicknames so people know who you are. Yeah. Hello, my name is Cassandra Grayson. They call me Tinka. And I'm a resident here in Corsicana, Texas. I'm a single mom with two boys and one grandson. Right. <laughs> and I am Deanna Williams Hernandez. And my nickname is Pumpkin. <laughs> and I was born and raised in Corsicana. Uh, to my parents was Edward Williams and Etta Williams. I have six sis- five sisters. I'm the sixth. And I have three sons, Christopher, Amandre, Jalen Minkins. And I have three grandsons, Adrian Baston, Draylen Minkins, and Christopher Dax Minkins. And I have a daughter-in-law, Brandy Minkins. And class of 89. (laughs) And y'all just got through with your class reunion 30 years. Yes. (laughs) You you as well. Yes. Class 89. They just had their their 30 year. Um, class reunion, so I know they had a good time with that. Along with we had me having our, my thirty fifth class reunion, which we also had a good time. But lady, the uh, ladies, the reason why I wanted to bring you on because I try to I had some more guests coming, but of course they they had to bail out. Um, I wanted to bring on bring you guys on to talk about um, being um, a, being being a black female, um, being a black woman, and um, being single. And so. Um, I wanted this discussion to be about what to be about what challenges that you have being single and also Deanna you being previously married um, just that whole experience of you know meeting a mate and then just to kind of um, what's what's really going on right now with 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 our men you know and so uh, this is not a bashing (laughs) session because I'm going to give them opportunity to come and speak their piece. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, you know, I, I watched the show. Now, y'all watch the show called Black Love? It's a show that's on, that's on TV. It's called Black Love. And what it is, is they bring different couples. And some of them are, um, um, they might be superstar couples or whatever. And they talk to them about their, their um, relationship. And it's a very good show because they're open and honest. They're very transparent about their relationship, and they can be talking about you know being infidelity. They can just talk about you know raising kids. You know, just their whole. Some of them have been married short term. Some of them have been married a long time. You know, and so it's a very good show, and I love watching that show. And so then, and then the other day, I was on watching. I was on social media, and I was watching a particular uh, site that I follow, and it's it's a site where they show uh, people, black black couples be, being married. I mean, some of them have these big extravagant weddings and stuff like that. And so I wanted to have a discussion about, um, about us as a, uh, a, culture of pe- a culture of people and where we are in, in this day and time with being married, being single, and any, I mean, what, what, what do you think is going on with that? You know, I think that, I, I, I want to believe that people are getting, still getting married or th- they're choosing not to get married. So what are your, so what are your thoughts on that? Well, for me, well, I got married when I was 24, my first marriage, and I always was taught just seeing my parents, you know, taking us to church, being in church, and how to respect your husband and not so much, you know, just focusing on the bad, but trying to make the best of your marriage. And so when I got married, my parents was always telling me how to be a faithful wife 
how to be faithful. So when I got married, my oldest son, Christopher, was five. And so I always raised my kids up in church. Mm -hmm. Even even the bad, I didn't want them to see the bad. I never, you know, not bashing their father, but I never spoke bad to them about the father. Mm -hmm. And I just really focused on my responsibility as a mother, how to raise my kids. And the only way I knew was to raise them in church. Yes. Taught them how to pray. <clears throat> Taught them how to respect, you know, the church as wherever church we was belonging to. So even when me and their father had divorced, I was a single parent then. And so my thing was I would never get married again. Yeah. I was always just to, you know, just to stay focused, focusing on my kids, their yeah. needs. Yeah. What they needed then is a, a good, strong woman to support, a mother to support them. So that was my focus. And then when my other husband come along a whole lot of things that didn't go on in my first marriage, I didn't know how to respond to him oh. because it was something new as wanting that family oriented. We was doing things together. We was going places. And I was like, oh, this new to me because mm -hmm. in my first marriage, not to, you know, yeah. we was doing a whole lot of things separate. separate. Mm -hmm. They was, you know, people would see me with my boys because that was my responsibility. I never, you know, just focused on, well, you got to take care of the kids. It was my responsibility. So when I came in with my second husband, it was a lot of stuff that I had to learn not to complain about or learn to do with him that I didn't know how to do with my first husband. So, and then a lot of people now, they don't want to get married because they, they bad experiences from other relationships and they'll think, okay, this is not going to work. I don't never, even in my two marriages, if I can just tell somebody about marriage now, it's what you put into it. Yeah. I never tell people, no, don't get married. It ain't worth getting married. Yes, because the Bible says rather to marry than to burn. Yes. So a lot of people see that they rather just have girlfriends. They rather just have boyfriends. And, you know, we was taught, I was taught differently. So now it's it's harder to for young people to really want to get married because they thinking it's better to just do it their way, live their single life. And most, you know, me now is single. I'm just saying, Lord, I don't want to go through that no more. <laughs> I, I'm just going to wait on him because sometimes we find ourselves making that mistake of yeah. he fine. Yeah. I want him. But I'm like, it's easier for me now to just wait. And so that's what I'm doing now is just wait. And I, you know, I joke around. I'm sorry, Tink, I'm talking. But I joke around, you know, a lot saying, Lord, when the Lord send me this husband, I'm going to say, Lord, you sure? Because, you know, when you done yeah. went through two marriages, yeah. it's it's... It's really now like, uh, you know, everything is going on now that wasn't going on back then. And, you know, you see so much going, so on. Much going mm -hmm. on that you be like, even somebody that he's seeing, I'm like, I'm going to question. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, yeah. really say, Lord, is this really for me? Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. But I never would tell anybody not to get married. So because you guys are at your age and we're going to, you know, I'm going to um, move over to Cassandra Batinka. Okay. Um, you know, do you think there is a possibility, you know, of oh, yeah. you being married? Do you see yourself at your age? And how old are you? I'm making a mind. I will be 50 in December. 50. Okay, so you're 50. And so do you do you think that it's a possibility that you could be married or at 50? Because you think about it, you're 50. And, you know, at 50, I'm 53. 
you know, we're set in our ways, you mm -hmm. know, and, you know, I've been doing this, you know, <coughs> you know you've been by, you know, by yourself for this long and it's, it's your way. And so that, that, that comes with challenges. Yes. And then, so you're going to either get somebody that's in your same age bracket mm -hmm. or you're going to get somebody that's younger and then you're going to have to groom them. You know, <laughs> so Cassandra, <laughs> I do see me getting married. I say I do, but I'm like Deanna when she said, "I'm gonna start asking questions to see if God is this the right one." Because I am fixing to be fifty, mm -hmm. and I am setting my ways because everything that I earned, I I did it myself. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to me being a single mom, okay? I raised my boys by myself, working two jobs my whole life to take yeah. care of them. And now since I got this grandbaby, I don't, I don't know. It's just all about my kids now. But I do want to get married, and I want to have the biggest wedding. Because <laughs> that's my first time ever yeah. doing it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I do see so it. What are the, so, okay, so what are the options? Because you know we talked earlier before the before we started recording, you know you have the Tinder app, you have yes. you know people, you have the different apps you can go to, you have um, of course you got friends that can introduce you to somebody, mm -hmm. but like you said, I mean the, you, it, then it comes with challenges because you really don't know what you're getting, right? Right. You know, and in this day and time, you know you have to be so careful, right? Right. I mean, so and then you then you know you're gonna if, if, at our age because I'm I mean I'm putting putting put me in y'all's bracket. Um, you come with people with a lot of baggage. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, you know if they if you know if they fifty or fifty plus, they're they gonna have a, mm -hmm. either kids, grandkids. They're gonna come to you with bad credit, no credit. Mm -hmm. You know, they gonna come with a whole bunch of bills. <laughs> you know, they some might come with you know in between jobs. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and so those are challenges. You know, and so do y'all? So do you accept those challenges, or I mean, do you lower your standard or what you're looking for? I mean, you know. What I'm never gonna lower my standards, I'm not either, no. and I in the because you see a lot of women that do that. Yeah, you see right, a lot of women right. that because you know society says you got to have a man mm -hmm. or you got to have somebody that no, 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 So no. then you have them just lowering their standards. They're just taking anything. Right. Then that's when you have all this stuff going on in society. Right. right. You know. And I and for me, I I would never. <laughs> and they say never say never, but I would never lower my standards. I would never change my belief in God. I would never, I always been taught, my mother, she had six girls, and she taught us how to dress, how to go out in public, how to look, and, and that self-esteem build up in us to where can't nobody, I mean nobody, talk Deanna down. Hmm. You can talk about me, but it would never change who mm -hmm. I personally yes. think who I am. Yeah. And for me... I don't, don't, want, don't you think that you grew, you had to grow in that as you got older? Yes, I did. You know because you know you, I you, did. You're, you're almost fifty. Yes. You know, and so you know we're we're, we're fifty, and yes. so you learn that as you get older, that's the wisdom piece of yes. it. Right. You know, and so you know that's you know that's just the nature. Of, that's it just is. that's just how it. That's just the nature yes. of it. You know, and so now that we're wiser, and so now you say, you know what, I have a standard. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not going to lower my standard. Right. I'm just not going to take anything. Right. You know. So you want to say anything on that? Well, I know I'm not going to settle for less. <laughs> that's for sure. Because I just feel like I'm worthy. Yeah. Even though I don't have a boyfriend, but I'm worthy. Yeah. And it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. And you know, my thing of it is with my boys, they, if I do date, it's like, you know, boys looking like, you know, they... <laughs> Snares their nose up like 
They don't ever like to speak or say anything. Okay, I'm thinking something is wrong with this picture. So it's like now when I do try to date, I don't bring my kids around. Yeah. Let me get the feel of this person to see if he's the right, right. one. Yeah. You know, because I have been in that type of relationship before and I said I'd never do that again because they're human just like mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. They don't want to see their mama get hurt. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's probably the reason why I'm still by myself. But I I want a mate. But like I said, I'm waiting for God to yeah. send me one. So do y'all make yourself available to? I don't. <laughs> I mean, do you make yourself available? It, 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 it will I mean, come me if it comes. Yeah. But it, even like my sisters, my twin Diana, she tells me that I'm mean, and she tells me you just don't be by yourself. But it's it's something if you come to me the wrong way, like it's certain ways that a man should approach a woman. If I'm carrying myself as a woman should carry herself. It's a way that you should approach me. Yeah. Because I got to approach this weekend class reunion and it was the biggest turn off. And I was like, don't do that. <laughs> you know, because I don't, I don't got so comfortable. I can say comfortable in living. Now it's just me and my youngest son. Yeah. So now it's like, I'm comfortable in going in my house. I'm comfortable in trying to still teach him how to be a man. When he do have a girlfriend, present her to me. Let me see who she is. So I'm trying to teach him how to, treat a girl so I don't want a man to approach me the wrong way and be all you know we gotta balance out you can't act can I say hood (laughs) you can't act hood or gangster and I hear I am finna be 50 Mm -hmm. and I'm not at that level so when you approach me the wrong way that's a turn off so I am available but it's in places that I see that that man is going to present himself not in a if I'm in the wrong place then I know that ain't the right man yeah so I try to be at the right places to where I know that person with that personality or that the way he carries himself will be in the right place so um and I know you have so would you date outside your race yes yes (laughs) well that was easy one Because you know, you got I'm, some women that say, No, you, I'm nothing but black men. You know, talking, I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, you good. But I, you I, good. I don't color code, and I teach my even when Christopher was small, and that's why he mingles with a whole lot of people. I mean, mm-hmm. my daughter in law is, yeah, is white, yeah. so I never color code, and I teach my boys that because we bleed the same color, blood yeah, is red, yeah, yeah. and because you are lighter skin than me, I'm not gonna say she's a white woman or he's a black man or mm. a white man i just say hey he's a man because that one that you think you ain't gonna date that might be the one god seen uh-huh. so baby no nah, ain't no <laughs> so so have you dated outside your race cassandra no ma'am so what, what do you think your your uh your boys would say if you uh, came home with a white a white man i don't think they would let me use the word bash because that's how most kids use i don't think they would bash gerald now to that point now, because he's fixing to be 30 next mm-hmm. year, he's looking for his mom to be happy. Yeah. You know, and I don't think they'll bash anybody because he have dated outside his race. Mm-hmm. I never said a word right. because if that's who you choose to be with, I'm okay with that. Right. Just keep in mind, you got a son mm-hmm. that I want that son to be treated just the way you treat her kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I don't yeah. think they would go all crazy on me. So. <laughs> So is it hard, um, I guess previous, is it hard 
um, dating uh, men that um, have kids, you know, is it hard? I mean, because I mean, that comes with challenges. I've, I've been there. So is it hard dating men that come with kids package, you know, is it hard because they have their their way they raise their kids and you have the, your, your way you raise your kids and then you got to come together. Right. You know, so you want to speak it on was, that? It was hard. It was hard at first mm-hmm. because the the kid's mother was more of trying to get in between mm-hmm. us. Not so much of, she was sometime at four as telling the kids, don't have to listen to Deanna. Don't have to do what she tell you to do. But then my husband was telling them, look, this is Deanna. Mm-hmm. She take care of y'all. You do what she tell And I would never, I never, even my first stepdaughter, Tiffany Minkins, I never looked at her as my stepdaughter. And, she, and I always had full respect of her mother. Yeah. But when a mother of the kids try to come in between your marriage with their father, the yeah. kid's father, then it makes it hard. Oh, yeah. But when you're on agreement together, then it's, it's no problem. Because yeah. I never had a falling out with Marsha. Yeah. But the my last husband, it was hard. Oh, it was wow. very hard because they they was trained in the household totally different from yeah. my household. It's different. It yeah. was, you can do this here, but yeah. then when you get back home, you can do it. So it was yeah. messing up the kids. Yeah. But then the husband, if he don't step in and, and you know, correct yeah. the mother. Yeah. Then that—that's—that's that's really hard. Yeah. And so that—that that does come. But I mean, you, you did you want to speak on that? Have you? Well, I dated a Tracy Winston. He's now married. Mm-hmm. He had two boys. Okay. You know, I have the two boys. But when we finally met his boys, it was okay because my boys and his boys they clicked. Yeah. But I still had rules in my house. Yeah. Okay. But never did any of his boys disrespect me or any of that, but it just wasn't a closeness with me and him. But we did remain friends after the breakup, but I haven't seen his boys in a while. But other than that, when they do see me, it's, hey, mama, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. still mom Mm -hmm. to them. And they was respectful. I mean, it just didn't work out. So when y'all see other couples... You know, you see them and, you know, mm-hmm. it's all peaches and cream and all that. And so, I mean, do, do y'all miss that? Do y'all miss that, um, you know, miss that, you know, you see? Because I can I, I say, you see stuff on social media, you see it on TV, you be like, man, it's just, you know, is it, I mean, is there a lonely period of time where you like, man, I wish I had somebody to go out on a date with or, you know, all that. How, do you, how do you get in tune with, okay, it's me, so I need to do, you know, because I always, I use the model self-care as the best care, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's mm-hmm. either you know be single or just take anything and let me just have you know like I said we talked earlier just so I can have a, so I can have a mate I think it's more me I probably can get out there and date and meet people but my guards are still up and I'm afraid to let them down because I have been hurt so many times yeah and that's my biggest biggest concern and issues I think sometimes that um, even, even our you know men black men Sometimes they take us wrong as black black women. Mm-hmm. They think we too strong, mm-hmm. you know, or you know we overbearing. You know, I don't know. If, I don't know what they're looking for. I don't know if they want us to be these timid women. That's not in our nature. It's I'm not, sorry, it's, it's not, not in our nature. No, it's not. You know, I think that comes back. That comes back ancestors. Right. You know, mm-hmm. from slavery mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes the women had to. They had to do everything. They had to get out there in the field, raise kids, and all that. So I think that's been passed on generation to generation that we're not like that, right. you know. And so 
do you think men see us you know african-american women as being strong too strong, too strong, mm-hmm. too strong. you know and then they like you know, you know they they shy away from us mm-hmm. you know what you, i mean and it's it and i had i had a friend i mean we friends we worked together in dallas and and from the time that we stopped working at the place we was at we always kept contact but just recently probably about a year ago we hung out together and i told him i said we not nothing because i don't want to mess up our friendship yeah. so other than that he i think he was waiting for me to call him all the time and i don't think that's woman like me yeah. you know yeah. hey how you doing for as a friend yeah yeah but when it comes to when we're gonna date again i'm never i'm not that big and t- i'm not that <laughs> desperate so i i can say and i have had lonely moments yeah because i used to tell Jalen, yeah and i'd be real with him because he's the only child yeah. at home now so we have our little talks and even when come to talk look at tv and he done caught on to it. I said, "Don't play with the flesh." Yeah. You know, because we both, I'm, we, yeah. I'm helping him as yeah. well as he helping me. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to sexual thing, things on TV, we turn it. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not gonna put myself in that situation. situation. So yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm that lonely to where I could just go out and get anything just to please the flesh, the flesh the right flesh. there. Uh-huh. So yeah. yeah, I have my lonely moments, but I go wash dishes <laughs> and I go mop and yeah. I go do some laundry, yeah. and that's just to keep yeah. me keep occupied. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the yeah. loneliness comes. Yeah, but I know how to, how to just let it down. get away. Yeah, shut it down. I like that. I I just like being by myself anyway. But I do get lonely sometimes. But I'm like Deanna. I don't go out and look. Mm-mm. I'm not looking for it. I know. And I'm not gonna sell it for anything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I shut that down real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So how do y'all? So how do y'all relate that to the women out there in our, you know, in the listening audience? How do you relate it to them to say, you know what? Don't just settle for anything because you know that's that's what also that's what is going on in the world now is that because, if, you know, of course they're not getting the teaching that we got. Right. You know, you get, we get a lot of watered down teaching. They get everything yes. on social media, mm-hmm. you know, and so they're listening to whoever, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's the reason why you have so much different abuse situations right. mm-hmm. going on you have so many kids being killed murdered by you know step parent or whatever mm-hmm. and all that you know so how how can you as you know single african-american women you know related to the listening artists out there whoever's listening that is single that's young you know wait or you know what to look for what not you know this this all that because you guys are 50 you know you guys are mm-hmm. almost 50 now mm-hmm. so y'all y'all the y'all are the the women of wisdom right. mm-hmm. you know y'all not the women that was like you were back in the 20s right. or when you was 19 and you really did kind of figure it out mm-hmm. y'all are really the women that you know we still have the older women mm-hmm. but y'all are in that getting ready to be in that class where y'all are the women that that young ladies can go to and say mm-hmm. well how did you handle this you know and that's what we should be sharing to them right you know instead of you know instead of being closed mouth okay i have this this uh well i'm gonna say she's my old student because i did teach her but she was in elementary now we work together at the group home where she had four little boys and she came to me and we did talk and I told her she said well Miss Grayson I love him but do you love him enough for him to just keep punching you Mm. and like I told her I said you know what you have to think about your kids and 
when we was talking, she started to cry and she cried hard. Like I told her, I said, you're not a failure. She said, I just feel like I'm a failure because I let this stuff go on in front of my kids. I said, well, no, you can always change that because they're small kids. Yeah. And it's like she hugged me so tight to we both. Of course, I'm a waterhead. I cried with her. I said, but you know what? Find your favorite gospel song. And just get up, everyone, and just sing it. Mine is, I will trust in the Lord until I die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she said, okay. And it's like, we took a selfie together. And she put me out there on Facebook. When I tell you, all my kids from when I taught in elementary commented on that picture. I'm like, hmm, I did make a difference. Yeah. And she said, Miss Grayson, you did. You're going to always be my favorite. And you know me, of course, I'm a waterhead again. <laughs> and I said, well, thank you. I said, but you know what? The things that we talked about when it come down to how you love this boyfriend, but he's not none of your kid's dad. Yeah. I said, you let that go. Yeah. I said, start focusing on your babies. Yeah. I said, I'm a single mom. I said, I raised both of my boys by myself. I said, you can do the same thing. Because people watch you. Mm -hmm. You know, they watch mm -hmm. you. They watch mm -hmm. you, you know, how you handle, mm -hmm. you know, Everything you know, mm -hmm. you know, you're out there, and they they know if you single, you know, you know, you got some women to sing on they footloose and fancy for right, you, like, right, right, you, right. you got kids, mm -hmm. what, right. you know, and so I, you know, I, I was always taught your kids come first, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. you know, and so if you put a, a man before your kids, right. then you wrong, yeah, and you that's know. one that's one thing my mother, even when we was, I had Christopher when I was eighteen, but when we was pregnant. And about to have kids, my mom always say, "You laid up and had this baby. You gonna take care of this baby." Mm -hmm. So that was our responsibility. We never had the. We weren't gonna take our kids over mama's house yeah. for her to let us go out to the clubs. Yeah. So I wasn't yeah. never the club type person because I had to take care of Christopher. Even when I had him, I had a decision to make, and it was between a lot of people don't know it. I had a scholarship mm -hmm. to go to Grayson College. Thank God for Kenneth, Mr. Kenneth Martin. But my choice was that particular day when I had the interview, just because of my mistake, I wasn't going to let my parents raise Maybe, Christopher. Yeah. So I had to say, okay, it's time for me to put on my grown underwear and take care of my own son. Because yeah. my daddy begged me to go to college, mm. to play basketball. I had a basketball scholarship. But that particular day, the day I had the interview was the day I had a job interview. Wow. And I said, I got, I got to take care of my own child. Mm -hmm. I did it. My mom and them didn't do it. I did it. So now I'd even tell my kids now, your con your mistakes, it's, it's going to cause you mm -hmm. consequence. Consequence is going to be behind it. Yeah. So be careful. Mm -hmm. Even when, and I tell, you know, Jalen, because he's 18 now, watch who you pick to be your girlfriend. Yeah, now. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because some girls have a, don't know what love is. Yeah. And then some of them haven't been taught yeah. By yeah. and how to be women, yeah. and it's it's hurtful yeah. because they go out and get connected with people that's just out there, yeah. and then they hurt, and so they don't know how to love you. They don't know how to treat you as a boyfriend. Yeah. So it's hard on a mother, a single mother like me, to show him this is the way you do it as a boy. You know, because yeah. all I had was boys. Yeah. So I was still trying to teach them how to be boys, mm -hmm. how to treat. Me, because mm -hmm. they say if you treat your mother right, you'll, you'll treat, treat your, that's yeah, right. your, that's your right. girlfriend, your that's wife right. right. So it's it's even harder on the guys, too. Yeah. So the women out there, whoever listening, if you carry yourself in a woman's way, 
and and like my mama used to say, don't go out in the store with a comb in your head. Yeah. Don't go out with your pajamas on right. in the stores yeah. and the house shoes. You gotta carry yourself in a, if you wanna be treated like a woman, yeah. you gotta dress accordingly. You just can't go out raggedly yeah. thinking you gonna get the nicest guy and treat yeah. you like a queen. You gotta think in your mind. It starts in the mind. Yeah. And that's what I said. I think you can just tell that that piece is missing. Yes. You can just tell I'm like you can just tell that that you know that kind of you know conversation is not being communicated mm -hmm. to our young our mm -hmm. young people. You can just tell and I just said because we've having breakdowns. We're having breakdowns right. in our cult, in our different um age bracket or whatever you got younger right you younger grandparents now yes you know so you got younger parents so they the grandparents are younger so they all this is this all mm -hmm. mixed up you know and, and, and so and the know. sad thing about it is they don't and i don't you know i want to be transparent but they don't have the fear of god i mean they they care less and i see it yeah. everywhere they don't have they don't have the love to even want to go to church and I know sometimes yeah. they be like well they doing it in the church they do but you got to see your own self yeah. and so that that was a help to me because go back to my first marriage if I could tell the story yeah people be saying how you didn't lose your mind mm. not to bash him yeah but it's some things that only my mom knew I went through yeah. but not one time did I neglect my kids yeah not one time did I let myself go down yeah and I had to keep going, but my only way was out was the church. Yeah. I had to go because I, I trusted God to, I could have lost my mind. Yeah. So I had to keep going and my kids was a help for me to keep going. Yeah. My first one was, I, they say the first one is a mistake. I wasn't married, yeah. but I had to keep going yeah. and thank God for my mom because she taught us the way of the Lord. So it, and it was and easy. See, you, and so you have a lot of young people they don't have that out mm -mm. they don't have that mm -mm. you know and that's when you have the, the mental breakdowns right. and all that you have a lot of um people you know um having committing suicide or right. just having a lot of you know just a lot just being you know maybe uh, uh doing chemical depending on something right you know drugs yes, alcohol right. or whatever or you sex. know or sex yes. or whatever and so then you you have that you know and so you know it's it's sad now you know and so we see that evolving now you know in, in our world now and so we just have to be able to you know keep talking keep talking, keep, keep talking to especially our young people mm -hmm. we got to keep talking and y'all are going to have to be the you know not y'all but we're going to have to be the voice mm -hmm. to keep to, to guide them you mm -hmm. know in the right way you know because you know they they are watching us right. yeah. you know and so anything else y'all want to speak on speak on anything anything any, any advice you want to offer you know to those out there so before we get ready to close out you know. I just and I'm doing all this talking to you. Ain't doing yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah. I just wanted to say, you know, and when I moved back down here in 16, I had, I was bitter because mm -hmm. I didn't want to move back to Corsicana. But I asked God, what is my purpose? Yeah. And I could say like right now, this is the purpose of me reaching out to some single parent, some young adult to say if you don't have nobody, Deanna Williams Hernandez will come to your beck and call because I know it sometimes it just take a hug. Yeah. Sometimes it just take a smile. And and we don't never know what somebody going through until you see them. Mm -hmm. Because I don't go out. Yeah. I, I go and I say when I moved back to Corsicana, all I wanted to do was work church uh, work to the grocery store and back home. And I'm well content in my own home. Yeah. But if it's something that I can do to help one person, just one person, then I'm willing to do it because 
not saying I'm perfect, but I done been there. Yeah. I done, I done, I done, I done been through two marriages. Yeah. But it's always somebody out there that's seeking for somebody. Yeah. So since I'm on podcast tonight, yeah. <laughs> then I want I want them to hear my voice that I'm willing to just reach out to somebody that need a hug, need a talk, a listening ear. Yeah. That's I mean, and that's what some people just they, they haven't talked because they yeah. don't have no ear to and that, to listen to. And kind of like what you, and piggyback what you said, it is about being transparent. You know, a lot of times as adults, we don't want people to know, oh, they, they want people to think that we have this cookie cutter mm -hmm. type, mm -hmm. you know, life, you know, not knowing that, you know, we had to go through some we things to, to get where we are now, <coughs> you know, and so transparency is what our young people, what young people want to see. Yes. They want to see that, you know, what I, we and I ain't always had it together, right. you know, and we have to have, so we have to have more of that conversation, right. you know, that, you know, I didn't, I didn't get here. I didn't easy you mm -hmm. know it was hard mm -hmm. you know yes. and so Cassandra you want to touch on and say anything anything else about, about I that? just want the girls to know that Miss Grayson is right here for them and y'all know who you are and I love y'all all right so I really ladies I really appreciate um, you coming on and, and just just having an open discussion about you know uh, you know relationships and being single and you know, you know what your, you know what your your heart's desire is, and so, you know, just keep keep that message, keep <coughs> being an open book, keep keep being transparent, right. you know, because it's this day and time is so important because it's like to me a lot of our younger people you know, they can't juggle right. the things that we can juggle mm -hmm. like we could, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's just harder now, you know, mm -hmm. and so we just got to keep talking to them and keep being there for them, right. you know, and so I'm gonna allow you guys to to. Um, do your little shout out before we close out. <coughs> and so um, I'm going to start with Deanna first. And just if you want to do a shout out to anybody in particular, your family and all that. I want to shout out, first of all, to my queen, to my mother, to Etta Williams. I know she probably won't listen, but somebody will tell her. You said Etta Williams. What's her name? Etta Williams Moss. Yes. Yes. And, I, and I, I just thank God for her every single day because she was the she's the woman in my eye that is a role model to me. And every time I needed to talk to her, she was always there for me. She always gave me the wisdom, the, that wisdom that wisdom, I needed. Mm -hmm. So I, I want to shout out to my mother and all my sisters that we stuck together. We we helped each other become women. So yeah. yes, and everybody needs that. So I shout out to all my sisters. All right. And I want to send a huge shout out to my mom, Sharon Thompson. Way in Amarillo, Texas. Mom, I love you. <laughs> and to all my sisters. You know, I got y'all. And I love everybody. <laughs> All right. So, ladies, like I said, thank you again for being on Cannon Girl Speaks Podcast. And everybody needs to tune in. And this is this was a very good discussion. And, yes. <laughs> so, that with that being said, thank you for listening to Cannon Girl Speaks Podcast. Good night. Can a Girl Speaks podcast is recorded at Shred Shed Studio. Shred Shed Studio, where you get big city production at small town prices. Recording, mixing, mastering, guitar instruction, production, and songwriting. Find out more at shredshedstudio.com or email your inquiries to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at shredshedstudio.com the premier music studio in Corsicana, Texas.